Hey, 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 welcome back to To The Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. Hope everyone's having an amazing day. We have a special guest today, the birthday boy. Say hello. Hello. All right, we're in Jeremiah chapter 15. The new 11-year-old birthday boy. This won't be streaming on video, just audio today. Let's see how Jeremiah 15. There you go. Read away, buddy. Start there. Putting you work on your birthday. <laughs> then the Lord said to me, even if Moses and Samuel should stand before me, my compassions would not reach out to these people. Send them from Speak a little louder. my presence and let them go. If they ask you where will we go, tell them this is what the Lord says. Those destined for death to death. Those destined for the sword to the sword. Those destined for famine. Famine? Fa famine. You know what famine is? No. You know, like when there's a famine in the land, there was no food. Like imagine if you try to go to the grocery store right now and there's no food on the shelves. Could you imagine that? Or if we had gone to Nisi's and they didn't have any chicken and waffles. No food, period. Everyone's starving because there's no food. Those destined for famine to famine. Those destined for captivity to captivity. I will ordain the... I will or I will ordain four kinds of judgment for them. This is the Lord's declare declaration. Declaration: the sword to kill, the dogs to drag away, and the birds of the sky and the wild 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 animals of the land to devour and destroy. I will make them a horror to all the kingdom kingdoms of the earth because the of man Manasseh Manasseh son of Hezekiah 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 the king of Judah for what he did not he did what for what he did in Jerusalem who will have pity on you Jerusalem who will show sympathy towards you? Who will turn aside to ask you about your well-being? You have left me. This is the Lord's declaration. You have turned your back, so I have stretched out my hand against you and destroyed you. I am tired of showing compassion. I scattered them with a winnow, winnow, winnowing. winnowing fork at the city gates of the of the land. I made them childless. I destroyed my people. They will not turn from their ways. I made their windows more numerous. Their widows. I made their widows more... You know more. what a widow is? Yeah. What's a widow? Uh, I think an old lady. Whoa. It's what time, type of older lady? It can be any lady. But what happened? Why is she a widow? What makes her a widow? I don't know. It's because her, she lost her husband. Her husband's passed away. He's died. So, it's a woman whose husband has died, and she's all by herself. She doesn't. She's not married, and she her husband's gone. It makes sense. 
Uh-huh. All right. I, where did it say? Where were we? I made their vows. I made their widows more numerous than the sand of the seas. I'll go right there. I brought a destroyer at noon against the mother of young men. I suddenly, I suddenly released on her agitation, agitation and terrors. The mother of seven grew faint. She breathed her last breath. Her son sat well; it was still day. She was ashamed and humiliated. The rest of them I will give over to the sword in their in the presence of their enemies. This is the Lord's declaration. Jeremiah's complaint. Keep going. Woe is me, my mother, that you gave birth to me. A man who in cities incites incites dispute and conflict in all the land. I did not lend or borrow, yet everyone curses me. Mm. The Lord's response. The Lord said, haven't I set you loose for your good? Haven't I punished you in a time of trouble, in a time of distress with your with the enemy? Can anyone smash iron, iron from the north or bronze? I will give up your wealth and your treasures as plunder without cost for all your sins and all your borders. Then I will make you serve your enemies in a land you do not know, for my anger will come. Kindle. kindle a fire that will burn against you. Mm. The last part. Jeremiah's prayer for vengeance. You, you know, Lord, remember me and take note of me. Avenge me against my pers- persecutors. persecutors and your patience. Don't take me away. Now that no. I know that I suffer disgrace for your honor. Your words were found, and I ate them. Your words became a delight to me, and the joy of my heart. And eh, for I bear your name, Lord God of armies. Um, pause for a second. That's actually the theme verse for this podcast. Chew the Bible. I put this as my main scripture. Your words became a delight to me. Where it says, "Yeah, your words were found, and I ate them." Your words became a delight to me and the joy of my heart, for I bear your name, Lord God of armies. That's how the Bible is. It's better than, you know that ice cream we had today? Yeah. The Bible's better than that. Or the chicken and waffles we had today? Yeah. The Bible's even better than that. Every time you read the Bible, it's like eating good food. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. It's feeding your spirit. That's why it's so important. Even before you play your Legos... You play your Nintendo Switch to spend at least a few minutes reading the Bible. Okay. Can you do that for Daddy? You still have your Bible? You need another one? No, I already have a bunch. Okay, good. All right. Up here. Verse 17. I never sat with the band of revelers, Mm -hmm. and I did not celebrate with them because your hand was on me. (laughs) You're too young to be yawning like that. I sat alone, for you filled me with indignation. Indignation. My wound. Why has my pain? Why has my pain become unending, refusing to be healed? Uh, So, you filled me with indignation. Why Mm -hmm. has my pain become 
unending, my wound incurable, refusing to be healed. You truly have become like a mirage, water that is not reliable. Mm. You know, like in the desert, you seem like a mirage. Yeah. Mm. It seems like it's there, but it's not. It's teasing you. All right, Jeremiah told to repent. Last part, we're almost done. <laughs> Want me to read that part? Yeah. Okay. You've done a good job. Give me a high five. All right. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you return, I will take you back. You will stand in my presence. And if you speak noble words rather than worthless ones, you will be my spokesman. It is they who must return to you. You must not return to them. Then I make will make you a fortified wall of bronze to this people. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you to save you and rescue you. This is the Lord's declaration. declaration. I will rescue you from the power of evil people and redeem you from the grasp grasp of the ruthless. You're going to sleep good tonight, buddy. You're yawning a lot. So it says, God... Mm-hmm. Just to be... I told your mama I was going to pick you up at 11, but she had an appointment or a meeting or something like that, so I had to get you at 10.30. Not that it would make that big of a difference. All right, God shows two of the greatest intercessors in Israel's history, Moses and Samuel. These notes are by this guy named Tony Evans. He's a pastor that he likes a lot. God chose two of the greatest intercessors in Israel's history, Moses and Samuel, to illustrate the impossibility of anyone changing his mind about his judgment of Judah. Moses had interceded for Israel after their idolatry with the golden calf. You remember when the children of Israel were worshiping the golden calf? Remember that story? And then, you know what an intercessor is? It's basically somebody who prays to God, like stands in the gap. Like, so Jesus is our intercessor. He prays to God on our behalf. We can go directly to God, but Jesus also, he's also. Uh, all right, so like say, you're, say your brother Aiden is doing something wrong, right? Disobeying God, not following God. You can pray on behalf of your brother and say, God, I repent. I'm sorry for what the things that Aiden is doing. And will you forgive him? Help him to stop doing what he's doing and disobeying you. That makes sense? I'm trying to, uh, that's the best way I can explain it. All right. Samuel interceded when they were being threatened by the Philistines. And again, when the people demanded a human king. King Manasseh of Judah reigned 55 years and plunged Judah into the grossest sins imaginable. Mm, so they were disobeying God. That's why all this, these bad things were happening. The famine and the widows, the husbands being killed. If God becomes tired of showing compassion to you, you are without hope. That's why the good news of the gospel is so good. In it, God shows his overflowing compassion. Those who repent of their sin and trust in Jesus have the sure hope of forgiveness and eternal life. Jeremiah lamented his birth because he was the object of Judah's scorn, even though he had done nothing wrong and had been faithful in delivering God's message. Hmm. It seems the prophet went too far in his self-pity because the chapter closes with God telling Jeremiah to repent so that he might continue serving. The prophet was not to expect to receive the Citizen of the Year award from the Jerusalem Chamber of Commerce for his faithful service, service because if Jeremiah served God faithfully, 
he would he would inevitably inevitably be hated by those who hated God. God, however, would make him a fortified wall against their attacks. <clears throat> Greater suffering was ahead for Jeremiah. Nevertheless, he would endure, not because of his willpower, but because the Lord would rescue and redeem him. Christian, take note. The power of evil people is not ultimate. It is nothing compared to the strong arm of God. Trust him with all your heart and remember his words. I am with you to save you and rescue you. That's a good memory verse. God is with you. Remember that. That's your memory verse. God is, I am with you to save you and rescue you. You say that? God is with me. God is with me. To save me. To save me. And rescue me. And rescue me. That's Jeremiah 15, verse 20. Cool. Want to say a prayer? All right. Go ahead and pray. Say, say whatever's in your heart. You can just pray about the day Just whatever's on your heart Say Thank you Jesus for this day Thank you Jesus for this day Thank you Jesus for this time with daddy Thank you Jesus for this time with my dad Thank you for my Lego set. Thank you for my Lego set. <laughs> Thank you for your your word. Thank you for your word. And I pray. And I pray. For my family. For my family. Help us to always love you. Help us to always love you. Follow you. Follow you. And obey you. And obey you. And hear your voice. And hear your voice. And thank you. And thank you for all that you've done for all that you've done and all that you're going to continue to do in our lives and all that you're going to continue to do in your in our, in, in in our lives i pray for safe travels home i i pray for safe travels home and sweet rest when i go to bed tonight and sweet rest when i go to bed tonight in jesus mighty name i pray in Jesus, in Jesus' name I pray. Hey, his mighty name. His name is Mighty, like Mighty Matthew. Remember we used to call you that? Yeah. In your mighty name we pray. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Good job, buddy. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be 
saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.